Hi everyone and welcome to a Giant Sisters podcast. I'm Joe Brothers and today I'm delighted to be interviewing Joe Sito, owner of Flying Horse Takapuna, a community favorite restaurant that has been dishing up for Takapuna since 1977. Welcome Joe. Hi, lovely to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me on, Joe. My pleasure. Now, the power of intention. How did you design your life and career path to get where you are today? Did you plan it or did it evolve? Uh, definitely evolved, Joe. Um, I think I've always said to my friends, I've kind of just fallen into each job that I've gotten. Yeah. Um, from accounts clerk to grants officer um, and then being in the philanthropy space um, and then going into recruitment and then along the way also um, owning a language school in between. Wow. Um, definitely just, yeah, my life has just really evolved um, from one area to the next area, just always being open-minded to possibilities and yeah, yeah opportunities out there. So just keeping an open mind for me was how I got here today. Right. And you must have had some unique experiences that are in your career that have led you to where you are today and the work that you do now. Can you share some of those with us to tell us how you actually ended up um, owning this fabulous restaurant? Yeah, um, well, I think lucky for me, my parents um, owned this takeaway and it already had such a great reputation. So, mm. yeah, I didn't have to you know, work too much to get where it is today. But, um, yeah, just really grateful for, to have that background. So just being really mindful of, um, you know, the platform they had already. Yeah. But, yeah, in terms of how I got here, it's just, um, oh, sorry, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot your question. I was just kind of on a tangent there. What's the question that you had for me? Um, talking about the unique experiences that you've had to lead you to the, oh, the right. career and work. Um, so I'm yeah. going to queue up the question again. And um, sure. what I think you do is you kind of would be good to say, Actually, I've been, you know, this is in my DNA. I've been working with my parents and my oh, parents, yeah. business, all of that, that lovely story yeah. you've got on your website. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So what are some of the unique experiences that you have had that have led you into the career that, and work you're doing now? Um, so, yeah, it's a really, really good question because everyone's got their own own story to tell. But in terms of my unique experience, um, definitely it's, it's in my DNA, to be honest. Um, mm. We've had our first takeaway since I was, I think, two years old. Wow! And I was working at yeah, I was working at our first takeaway um, in Newland since I was eight, standing on a stool, um, taking orders. And back in then, I get back then, I guess, um, health and safety and all that, and wasn't <laughs> as um, you know strict back then. Different, but, different times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely different times. And I've spent a lot and lot, a lot and lots of Christmases at an old takeaway because back then we were the only takeaway that was open um, that was there to serve the community and when everyone else was closed. So, yeah. yeah, just, yeah, like I said, since two till now, I've always been in the takeaway. I think I've only had one year when I was, you know, in my early 20s where I wasn't in the takeaway, but... Yeah. Yes, I've been in the industry for 28 years, really, um, if I'm talking about it. Um, but, yeah, in terms of uh, other experiences just throughout my career path um, in philanthropy and recruitment, I've always, you know, made sure that I learned a lot of things, different things in those uh, roles as well to 
build my um, skills to own my business in the future. Great. So I'm really thankful for those opportunities um, in those different industries too. And you you must love food. Is that true? Yes, I do. I do. I love comfort food. I must say. Yes. Um, but then there's so I always believe in balance in life. So it's not like I go and eat comfort food every day, <laughs> um, and um, and every meal. It's all about balance for me. I feel like we can always have some fish and chips, you know, and we also need veggies as well. But um, in terms of yes, yeah, food, I feel like it is definitely um, it. Nutrition for the soul is not just for the body. Yeah. Um, that's why, in terms of my philosophy of running Flying Horse, I ensure that our ingredients are fresh um, and we make sure that, you know, things are as tasty as they can make it or we mm. can make it. And we work together as a team to be able to bring a product that is um, good and honest to the community. Yeah. And I can, as a regular, I can say that you do that. Do you, out of, yeah, out of, you do you have a lot of regulars that you know that come in? Yeah, definitely. I think, yes, yeah, just so many customers who've been with Flying Horse since day one, so 77 yeah. um, until now, and that's just incredible how many decades of support we've had um, behind so many customers out there. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that that's such an important piece of our brand. It's that it's not just another Chinese takeaway. It's really ingrained into the community. Yes. Um, I think it's probably the, one of the only original stores um from you know that long ago really yeah i agree i remember in the 80s going there um with my grandparents that was uh we went to that to the flying horse it was yeah the go-to spot um yeah. embracing life lessons what challenges have you experienced that have shaped you the most as a person sorry embracing what sorry embracing the lessons in life so what ah uh, yes important. What, yeah what challenges have you experience that have shaped you the most as a person um embracing the lessons in life what really shapes me i feel like is that um family piece yeah um i think we as a family all have our differences in terms of you know me and my parents um and my brother and everything we we have learned to respect each other's differences um and to understand that even though we might not see the thing not see every situation the same Mm. we can respect that we have our own views um because growing up that was such a big piece for me because I was the oldest in the family and I was kind of seen as the role model of the entire family, so all the extended family. So I think mentally I had that block where I had to make sure I looked good in front of everyone. Right. Um, and that piece of I, I can't do anything wrong, um, every decision or every action I take, there are like hundreds of eyes on me. Mm. So um, for me it's about that self-approval rather than approval of everyone else that I've kind of recently had a proper grasp on. Um, yeah, it's not... It's, yeah. In the day, it's, you have to live your own life um, and then whoever disagrees with it, you just either have to accept their opinion about you um, or, you know, work together to be like, hey, this is, this is why I'm doing it and then get them to understand why you're doing something. But... It might sound like such a small thing, but I think that mental self self approval has yeah, that's what I really got um, out of the last couple of years, really. 
that's really good advice. Okay. Yeah, I really like that. So mm-hmm. where do you draw your inspiration for your business and, and your creative process? Um, that's a really good question. You, you have amazing questions, Jo. Um, Thanks, jo. So... <laughs> I actually draw a lot of inspiration from my past jobs, to be honest. Mm. Um, just working in the philanthropy industry, yep. you see, it, it's really different working with um, in the non-profit sector. Although I was in a profit-making business, working with the non-profit sector, it's um, have a good balance, I would say, between that commercial and um, community side. Yeah. Like I can see what the charities are trying to do, but also see what the uh, for-profit businesses are doing. And I feel like I've got that unique balance where I can mm. try and be able to be effective in both areas. Right, yes. Um, yeah, and in terms of my creative side, I, I don't know. I think I just... One one side of creativity is actually just being free to express how you want to express yourself in your own way. Mm. So I try to not edit too much and not overthink things. So you often see my posting is just me with my hair up at the takeaway with no filter or anything. So I think just having that ability to, yeah, just express yourself freely mm. um, is really important in being creative. Yes, and you were just referring to your Instagram um, and how you post there. Well, what's your Instagram um name if people want to go and follow you is it i just um at flying horse take a puna. great what advice would you give your younger self ah um i think to be very honest i wouldn't change anything that i've done in my past so mm. my advice to my younger self is that maybe it's that definitely that self-approval piece if i could if i could have unlocked that earlier in my mm. life it'll be Mentally, it'd be very freeing, yes. I would say. Um, so I think it's, yeah, very, as long as you're not hurting anyone, you're not uh, taking advantage of anyone, um, I feel like you have the right to be, you know, yourself however you want that to look like, really, at that stage of life. Great. Sheroes and heroes, who are your role models and why? Um, obvious one are my parents. <laughs> yes. I think definitely my parents, um, they have just really shown me what work ethic looks like, yeah. what care respect looks like. Um, I think growing up, it's so important now that I look back and I'm older and, you know, more aware of things in the community and society. Um, the, the importance of strong parenting is just critical um to building a really healthy community even so it all starts at home um Mm. you know you don't have to be able to afford to buy all your kids mercedes and gucci and prada it's about that foundation that you're able to provide to your family i Mm. think that is so important um yeah it's that emotional strength that you can implant into those kids who then go on to create future generations, I guess. Yeah. So I think it's yeah, definitely the parents, um, my parents, they yeah. are my shows and heroes. And giving back, can you tell us about how you support the community or individuals? Sorry? Um, I'll clear up that question again, Sean. 
Give, um, giving back. Can you tell us how you um, support the communities or individuals? You've mentioned working in not-for-profit and helping people. It's sort of um, asking if, if the Flying Horse does that kind of work as well. Yeah, um, to be very honest, Jo, I'm still brainstorming that piece um, in terms of the wider community because I guess in my experience of um, being in the scientific industry, um, even though I do a little bit of check writing, not too much, but yes. I kind of want to build, um, still brainstorming on how I can give back in yes. a more effective way. So in the future, I am considering working with, um, or I'm wanting to approach a charity where I, well, a couple of charities where whether we could do a um, plant a tree planting day, yes. um, yeah, and maybe even a beach cleanup, yeah. um, and maybe also wanting to um, provide financial support to some mental health groups uh, in Tagapuna. So these three areas I'm considering and also wanting to do a, a scholarship type of thing at the local schools. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed in high school actually was the Young Enterprise yes. um, scheme. So I'm thinking, actually, I'm just thinking aloud, um, whether I can just do like a shark tank type of thing with um, those different enterprises at high schools. So those are kind of the four big areas that I've got lined up in the future. Um, it's just a matter of building Flying Horse up, I guess, also yes. financially to be able to do that because those are the bigger projects that I want to pursue. Um, so, yeah, so those are the main things in the pipeline for me at the moment. That sounds amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I've interviewed... Um, some girls that were at high school and they set up their own ice cream company and I think it was part of um, a sort of an entrepreneurial um, program that, that was run through yeah, the school. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was Young Enterprise actually, if, yeah. I read, if I remember the intro properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good, it's a really good idea. I think that, you, yeah, it's got some great ideas there, Joe. Um, yeah. Are there any other exciting... Pa- are there any other exciting projects or innovations you've got planned for this year? Um, for the business? Um, I think to be very honest, and uh, this is going to take a lot of financial backing in terms of flying horse, I do actually want to become at least carbon neutral. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many takeaways there are there, uh, there um, are out there that are doing this, but mm. 100% I want to be at least carbon neutral, if not carbon positive. Mm. Um, and I'm just looking up some resources at the moment, so they'll be the next big project that I want to do in terms of, um, yeah, that in terms of environmental kind of thing um, yeah. or project. Um, and the next thing would obviously be to, oh, sorry, not obviously, but um, it will be to upgrade some of our equipment because mm. I'm sure some of them, some of the equipment in there um, would be probably decades old. So it'll be good to get the inside part uh, freshened up, even though I've freshened up the front part yes. of the store. Yeah. Yes. So I think those two are the big things. Absolutely. Um, I think I also wanted to acknowledge that we are um, that we're recording this in September of 2020 and we have lived through the pandemic for this year. Now, how has that gone for you, Jo? I think I've been, I'm just super lucky to be in this position where the locals have continued to support us through this pandemic. Um, I think, again, it's because of, you know, the past, 
43 years of hard work that my parents and um, the the original founder um, of Flying Horse has put on that I'm able to reap the rewards. Um, yeah, it's just our, pure, our, our customers are just so patient and loving and caring. They always ask how we are, um, how we're doing. So yeah. I think that's amazing. Um, so in terms of in terms of financially, to be honest, I I think that's only been a fifteen yeah fifteen percent drop, fifteen to twenty percent drop. Yes. Um. So which is not a huge amount compared to what um everyone else is experiencing in the retail or other areas of hospitality. So mm. we are really thankful for that that we can still open and I can still pay the wages and rent basically. That's a really great news to hear, Joe. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, thank you. So one final question. Oh, thanks to you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. So one final question. What are your thoughts on the life and opportunities for women and girls at the moment? Um, I think we are in a great space, um, especially in New Zealand. I don't know whether it's because we have had so many great female leaders um, in the past, but I think there's a huge land of opportunity at the moment. And... For me, I'm kind of different. When I go into something, I don't think of myself as a female, mm. um, Asian, or young. I just go in because I want to do it. Yes. Um, and I think with that mindset, that's allowed me to do a lot of things um, in the past 30 years of life, really. Mm. So, yeah, like, I don't think that being female, Asian, or woman is a hindrance um, in the 21st century in New Zealand anyway yes um, I feel like we have a lot of opportunities that we can just you know really go ahead and pursue our dreams as long as we work hard for it and are being realistic um, with how we can tackle some of these issues yes um, and it is a long-term game as well if yeah. you want to go into entrepreneurship or um, actually do any job really in terms of career mm. it's a long-term game you can't yeah, it's not just about overnight. You know, I'm gonna achieve all these goals, goals overnight. So, yeah, it's just patience yes. um, and perseverance. It, yeah, definitely will go a long way. That's it's been so wonderful having you on the um, show today, Joe. You are one of our phenomenal giant sisters. And thank you, Joe. Thank so you. humbling to know that. <laughs> and um, yeah, wishing you every success for the future um, at the gorgeous Flying Horse Takapuna. Thank you so much. That's thank, awesome. Thank it's you. Lovely being on your show. Thank you. Thank you.